Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. You've heard me say this a lot, but don't sleep on Generation Z. So... To not sound completely naive right out of the gates, is it zenial or zenial or neither or neither? <laughs> well, maybe we should ask them. Because <laughs> I heard it on, we were watching Hacks on HBO Max and she referenced Gen Z, but she said the Z word. Yeah. And I was like, is that how you pronounce that? And then I felt really I old. always thought it was zenial. Is it Zenial? I don't, or is it Zen? Zen hold on, hold on. We're going to, we're going to, we'll figure it out. But either way is what we're talking about is are the kids that are, are in or about to enter middle school right on up into their mid twenties, I would say, right? Isn't that right? And then mid twenties up to early forties is millennial. So Gen Z is birth year of 1995 to 2010. So the youngest ones are 12 for millennial Gen Z. Oh, sorry. Millennial is the oldest ones are, are 40. Yeah. That, that's why I, I was like 41, I think is the exact yeah. number right sorry, now. I was, I'm, I'm very confused. Let's back this up. What would Gen Z be? I thought that was like from about middle school to the mid twenties. I, I don't. Let's get the exact figure on that. Okay. Gen Z use, okay, mid to late 90s as the starting birth years and the 2010s as the ending birth years. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. So our oldest was born in 2012. So he's not even a Gen Z. Well, it depends on how there's... Just like every generation, right. there's that gray area, no, that but, transition. But his his generation will get a name. Mine, mine, was, yeah. mine was Gen X. Yes. And then you came in just on the back end of that. I'm and an elder you, millennial. You're an old millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Is, does it feel, feel world? I mean, does it feel world? We live in a world now. Does it feel weird where you are no longer the the generation that people are chatting about. Remember for all those years it was all oh, these millennials. And now and now some of them are, you know, 40 or a year above that. Yeah, so millennials 1996 to 1981 or 1981 to 1996. Yeah. I was born in 1984, so I'm on the the back end. Of the it. back yeah. end of the millennials or the the early end of the millennials. But if if you recall, if you go back 15 years ago, you guys were the butt of all the jokes. Oh, yeah. Everything yeah. was, it was the millennials' like, oh, fault. God, millennials this, millennials that. Millennials right? don't like to work. Yeah. Millennials, millennials. Yeah, it was all all the the crabbing was directed towards right. the millennials. Yeah, and, and, I, and the thing about it is, because I, we worked with a few really good ones, I knew and I understood them. And they're just, they, they live in a different world. They were the first generation to really grow up with the internet. Well, it depends on which phase of the millennials you're talking about because well, But I mean still you had you didn't graduate high school till the early two thousands. 
2002. So you had the internet in high school. We had the internet in high school. You had cell phones. But I'm the last generation who remembers not having the internet. Right. But you you must have had it in in high school. We did have it in high school. It was dial-up. Right. Or it came on a a disc that you stuck in your computer. But there there weren't even computers before your generation. Right. All of that. It was literally pencil and paper type stuff. But they say that. And the dial-a-phones. Gen Z will be the first. They're the first they call them digital natives, where they don't know a time in their life where there wasn't cell phones, internet, computers, things well, like that. The, the thing about it is, it bothers me to hear people complain constantly. It, and I, I guess I, I have somewhat of an advantage when it comes to understanding them and knowing them because doing what we did for so many years, broadcast, there we were constantly exposed to the new generation coming in, mm-hmm. right? So that's why I, you know, I, I saw some really, really good millennials and I understood their thought pattern and I had a chance to sit and talk with them and understand what they, what they were thinking and what was important to them and what their ideas were. And Gen Z now is on top of that. I Yeah, I would say a very digital generation, right? Absolutely. I mean, there's, there's nothing... They can't comprehend a world without the internet. I mean, they can't even, it's mind boggling. Even you know? our kids. When yeah. I, I'll tell them things like, there was no Google when I was a kid. And they're like, ah, and I'm like, no, for real, there wasn't. It would literally be like when when I was a kid taking me back to the, the 40s. <laughs> Which is crazy. I'm, I'm not kidding, but that's how it would have been before television and even real mainstream radio, which got huge in the 50s and 60s, right? And then TV came in on the back. By the way, if you would like to see the evolution of advertising and the mediums that they used, watch Mad Men. Because it's the best show ever. It is. And I'm talking about, and it's a story, if you're not familiar, if you're one of the last people on the planet that's not watched it, it's about the Manhattan advertising executives and it's it started in the early '60s and worked worked its way through, and you you saw the evolution of radio and newspaper into when they were laughing about television and all of that stuff that was coming along. Right? Little did they know. It's super good. Right. It, well, anyways, it's just fun to watch that evolution and, and how things change, and the the world we live in today. When and when it, Gen Z, I'm, I'm going to say this. All of that, everything, I watched radio become irrelevant. I, I, I was there. I was in it for almost 30 years. And now they'll fight me on that because they got to justify their paychecks, right? And I can just tell you from being in the atmosphere, and I love it. I, I still love it, but they haven't done enough to reinvent themselves. And if they're going to do it, they're going to have to invest in talent and progressive stuff with content. Okay, not standing by a stack of Mountain Dew at a Walmart in the middle of nowhere. Well, that does not that those days are over. Things change so quickly, right? Especially over the last two years, the change that came was inevitable. It just happened a lot faster right. than anyone was right. prepared for, and that's a hard thing to recover from. Yeah, it, it's it's uh yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. I just I just don't want to take shots at anybody, but I can tell you. I think that ship is sailed. <laughs> no, it, it's not sailed because it's what I'm doing is telling people the truth. And and, and the all 
of my years in radio, that's what I learned. And from the best guys in the business, the best consultants, he said, if you want to be successful, tell people the truth, not what you think they want to hear, right? Because they want the truth. They want to have a conversation, and they want it. I mean, they want candid conversation, and that's what you got to give them. That's what we're going to have here because I think the the big problem that people have with Gen Z is not that they like to call them lazy or they don't want to work, they don't want to do that. They live in a different world is what they are is misunderstood. And not, not amongst each other so much, but the older generation. And we've never, we've never faced this yet where we have a generation now that has completely abandoned everything we grew up on. Completely. And the, the, the phone hanging on the wall, the television yeah. as we knew it, the radio is gone. They've gone to XM, Apple Music. That you don't need to buy CDs anymore. No, you don't need no. to buy any of that. You can subscribe to Apple Music for $15 a month and have access to anything and everything at the at it's the all there at your fingertips. It becomes available. Yes. If you want to stay up till midnight and wait for a new album to drop, we've done it. It'll be on your Apple Music at 11.59 Eastern. There are so many options, and they can find anything that they want and find groups of people that have like that, that are like-minded and have the same interests, right? So we didn't necessarily have that option. I mean, we found people, and we discovered through going out and actually meeting people and having conversations with them. But they get into these digital groups, this meta verse right right which zuckerberg and all these guys you know they talk about they laugh at facebook and stuff when they talk about these virtual worlds it's a real thing and that's the world that they're going to live in and they are the first generation that has access to these global networks our our networks were wherever we lived and if we had family that lived in other places and if we read a magazine that was nationally published, that's how we got our information. There was right. no, like, I'm going to hop on to this Facebook group that I'm in where there's people from all over the world who are all interested in the same thing that I'm interested in and have a conversation with these like-minded people. Right. It, it, a, a great example of something that you're not going to get from them is the traditional eight-hour workday at the office. Those days are over. You may have them doing this now, right? But you're it, that the next generation is not going they're not going to do it. And and they shouldn't do it because it's not necessary. But that pill was so hard to swallow, right? For a lot of people that got used to it and that's the way they ran things that they couldn't adapt and they don't they're lost without it, right? But you know what? Go talk to some of the go talk to Gen Z Right. I mean, and honestly, I tell you, my personal trainer is Gen Z. And he's, his, 20. he's 20. He's 20 oh, years old. He's so young. But you know what? He's incredibly bright, and he has sure. a different mindset on how he approaches his work. And it's very interesting to talk to him. But I can see where it's all headed. But it it is absolutely a different mindset. And oh, it's, it's completely like, different. I can get my work done in this amount of time and be productive and be successful and get everything done that's expected of me. And then I shouldn't have to stay in this office any longer than what it takes me to do my I'm going to tasks, make, I'm right? Gonna, I mean, that's yeah. the thought. I'm going to make a, 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 
this isn't even a bold prediction in my mind, but they will not do the 40-hour, five-day work week. No. It's no. over. And that we, we shouldn't have been doing that, period. It's it's outdated. It was it, designed yeah. for a different world. I just It just drives me nuts that these guys won't listen, right? And that was one of the reasons why you and I said goodbye to the traditional old school broadcasting, right? I was like, well, you, you guys, you got to move. You got to move forward. These The next generation, they may be teens and 20s now, but in 10 years, they're going to be 20s and 30s, and 10 years after that, 30s and 40s. Well, that's the hard part when you're in a position where you see an opportunity for growth, but it and you're not supported. It's that's insane. When, that will drive you insane. Right, right. So that's exactly why we left. So what, understanding these, these young people, you have to realize what's in your head isn't even really, a lot of it isn't even relevant. It doesn't mean anything anymore. Now, they're saying life experience and building relationships. Yes, I understand that. But they're going to get different life experiences, and the relationships that they build will often be thousands of Mm -hmm. miles away, and they may never, ever sit in the same room and breathe the same air. We learned that during the pandemic. We developed relationships, working relationships, with people that were thousands of miles away. Who we have never met to right. this day. That, it's, that we were on video chats with on a weekly basis, and we've never met in person. So when, Which is crazy, but it, it, that's the norm now, and it happens so fast. But what I think will happen is that this meta, you will be able to put on a VR headset, and it will seem like you're in the well, same room as that's someone. what zuckerberg right? said but don't you yeah. think that that's it's going yes that's ultimately what will happen don't don't think that oh my god that's too star trek ish or whatever right because it, it's it not. might be star trek but it's the future it's not because I'll, I'll give you this as an example go back to when i was a teenager in the 80s right okay and tell my generation at that point go into my high school and give them a picture of what 2022 would look like. And they would tell you, I can't even believe that that's going to be a thing. The cell phones, the digital right. everything. The computer in your pocket. Right. You're, I mean, you can literally do, you don't, you don't even need roadmaps anymore. An absolute, this is. It literally took me a second. When you said roadmap, I was like, what's right. a roadmap? Well, that's exactly it. But I mean, remember the old atlas that yes. you always had in the glove compartment? Yes. But you don't have to worry about how do I find something or driving into a large urban area, a metro, a city, and no, wondering, just... oh my God, I don't know how to get there. Your, your, your car will tell you where to turn and give you a heads up on construction. And if you get lost, it'll tell you where to turn again. It's unbelievable. You don't have to think about anything. Our kids don't go look for information. They don't even search for it on Google. They ask Alexa. Yeah. That's Why literally it. Literally. You know, it's it's But I mean that's that's where it's at and that's how they think. I now, t- if that were to all break down, you would have a serious problem. Yeah, I won't use the word that I'm thinking of that we would be, but we would be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean right, exactly. But but that's you're not going to change that. I'm not going to change that. 
and nobody else is going no, to and change it that. It's not a bad thing. It's just the future. It's Mar- just, yeah. I mean, it is what it is, and like. Americans grumbling about it isn't gonna. Oh, I, I agree. Make but, it different, but they are. They're still grumbling. They're complaining about this next generation. And I'm like, first of all, Europe is way, and I mean way ahead of us on a lot of this as far as work-life balance, and they have been for years. This slave trade in the United States of just bringing people in and just giving them enough money to just get by. And getting your 40, 50, 60 hours out of them in a designated location, it's done. Yeah. It, they're not going to take it. They will not do it anymore. And the, um, I was just having this conversation with someone about like job loyalty and the pride that past generations and not even my generation, like, and not even yours, like my parents' generation, the pride that they had on working at a company for 40 years. Right. Like, that is not a thing anymore. Like, people want to find a company that fits them right now, work for them for a little while, and and they're not afraid to go work for a different company or do something different or get a whole new career. Here's the thing. Gen Z, again, I'm going to go back to these guys because they're, they're the youngest that have really kind of developed a personality, right? Working for a company will be a thing, but they're smart enough and they've figured out that you don't have to work for a company anymore. You can be a hired gun. When I say that, if somebody needs something done, you're an independent contractor. Oh, yeah. And you're going to, or they've got great vision. I think a lot of them are super creative. I mean, beyond what generations past were. Because they have the tools and the resources Mm -hmm. to do all these things, and they're exposed to much more, right? So they're super creative, and I think a lot of them, a good chunk, and it will continue to grow, will be what we call self-employed. Right. Entrepreneurs. There will be a lot of that from Gen Z, I think. Because, again, there's this aging, gradually disappearing thought pattern that you always go to work for somebody and be part of that team and you're working for a company, right? Oh, completely. But the problem is all you're doing is making somebody else rich. And you see it even like in our families when they're like, well, what's, what, what are you, what are you guys doing? What is that? What is this? You, you just have a podcast and it's like hard to grasp because it's just a different thought pattern. Especially if you've not been in broadcast and understand, I mean, and, and been exposed yeah. to and the constant updates and watching it evolve. I mean, all through the 30 years I did it, I watched one thing come along to, and then the next, and you start to get good at anticipating and watching, right? And when when companies start uh, or stop rather investing in infrastructure and talent. That's and not they, good. No, and they just start, because <laughs> you want to know why? Because they see it. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. that's that's exactly what's happening. I, I think this next generation will work less, get as much accomplished, uh, accomplished, or if not more, right? Because work smarter, not I, harder. Well, yeah, it's easy to say that, and it sounds cliche, but I guarantee you, I could walk into most office environments in our community 
and be like, you guys are wasted at least 10 hours a week. Just take Friday off. Well, how remember when we went back to the office after the pandemic was over, we returned to work, whatever. And it was like, oh, my God, there's we waste so much time here. And that we, we said that and it was like it drove us crazy. Like, why can't we just work from home? Because right now we're just spending all this time just chit chatting and doing this random right. stuff that isn't productive. Here's. What it, it, I mean, I knew it all along and I thought it, but I, you want to talk about reaffirming my beliefs now that I am at home, right? I can get as much, if not more done in a fraction of the time. It's unbelievable that than I would have at the, if I w- went to mm-hmm. the building, right? Literally. You want to know why? Oh, I can, I I remember. I mean, I I can literally write down (laughs) the things that people did. It was insane. I'm like, what, why, why even show up at the building? (laughs) Well, that's what a lot of people are asking now with like the return to work that so many companies are requiring. It's like, why, why do I need to be here? And I will say that that's not the case for, of course, all jobs. And there are some jobs that you have to do in person. And there are some offices that my office is very collaborative. It would be very hard for me to work full time from home in my current job. Like almost impossible because there's so much that happens where there's three or four or five people all in the same room working on something. I'm going to tell you this. Gen Z will figure it out. That I'm sure they will. They will. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. I'm sure it. They, they're and- like that old lady can't get her work done without chit-chatting with her friend. You know, no, I mean, I'm sure no. that that's, that's the perception, but I'm but, just saying it works better for me. Right. Well, well the, you're a go-to-the-office type person, I'm, I'm right? an elder millennial. No, but there are some people that are like that. But when I hear young people in their late teens and early 20s tell me it's a control issue, there's a- I'm not going to argue with them. Again, I, here. listen, I'm not here to impress anybody or try to talk nice. I, I'm giving you the facts. A lot of the times, it's a control issue. And they want their employees in the office, and they want that eight hours. They don't care what you're doing. They just want to get the job done, but they want to see your face, and they want to buy your time. It's Correct. a. It, I've had multiple people throw you that at me. So fired up this morning. No, I'm not fired up. I'm telling you the truth. But you know what? And then people laugh at him and be like, "That's not." Yeah, it is. You you know what bothers them? They know that they're right. I yeah. You see, I you're. I can tell right now. There's trepidation in your voice because you're like, "Oh God, don't don't offend." Don't no, there's that. not. I'm just, it's, I, I I'm shared not how I feel about going to the office, and I know that's not everything. Okay, let me ask you this. Why, why why didn't you feel that going to the last office? Because there was a lot more downtime at the last office. There was a lot more sitting around, not doing anything. <laughs> there was. Okay, okay. I mean, that's the truth. Right. Well, I was just asking. Just there asking. There was a lot of wasted time. Right. Uh, why do you think a lot of companies are transitioning to remote? For the same, the reasons we've been talking about. It's the, that's what their people want. And they've obviously proven over the last 
two and a half years that they can be productive and get their work done. And you don't need to rent space either. You just think about the money you save. That, what, one trend that I was reading about recently was collaborative spaces where— I hate that. I know what you're talking about. Okay, well, I'm not done. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> like where you have drop zones, and yeah. if people need to be in the office together, they can be, but for the most part, people are working from home. Or you can say, like, Wednesdays, we're going to come in and hammer out this together work, and then the rest of the week, everyone works from home. Yeah, I've well, I, I've just witnessed, I saw some of the stuff downtown that where they tried to do that. And maybe no, it, I'm not talking about that. Maybe it was just like the people up, involved, and I'm like, you all are not getting anything. No, no I'm, I'm like, talking about, like, a company will have an office, but oh, it's yeah. small. Not everybody has their own office. They just have drop zones, collaborative spaces. Oh, I thought you were talking about companies sharing literally no. a conference room no yeah i don't that I, i've not seen that work real well no this is where a company has an office it's smaller right because they're not housing everyone individually they just have collaborative spaces so that their employees can come work together there's always going to be jobs where you're going to need to be there you know with some of the robotics and and, and stuff like that manufacturing well, in, in our generation though i'm sure that that stuff could be will be automated yeah, and not only that, but the guys that work on the stuff, like mechatronics and stuff like that, they'll be able to work remotely as well. Like something's down. Oh, let me log in and find out. Yeah. That's what happened. I, I can tell you this. For the last decade, more than that, in, in broadcast, if I would have a problem in the studio with any of the computers, there was a guy in Lincoln, Nebraska, that would log on, manually take mm -hmm. over, and fix it. Yep. That's how, that's how it worked. Because... When I started in broadcasting, we had IT guys and engineers, mm -hmm. and they were in the building, right? And you know what? Those jobs don't even exist anymore. There's one, there will be one quote unquote engineer for about a three state area. And you used to have two of them in a building. And they're 75 years old. Right. Because is no not, one is young not, yep. is becoming a radio tower engineer. That, and all, everything we're bringing up, everything to Gen Z. To most of them, sounds archaic. Mm -hmm. So they're going to push forward with their ideas and their beliefs, and it's going to be their world. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter what everybody else thinks. So it's going to be their world. Gen Z access. Talk to them and find out like what is important to you. That's what, what I. What makes you tick? We what? yeah. We started this conversation with don't sleep on them because right. I, if I was if honestly. I told you, we talked about this yesterday. If you and I, because they say never say never, if the right circumstance came up, which I highly doubt, almost zero chance because of the way the industry's run. But if I was going to do a morning show again, I would need, on third mic, I would need a Gen Z. And I would prefer a female. Yes. And I would like late Gen Z, early millennial news as well. I mean, that's, you have to think like that. Because you're getting a completely different perspective uh, on whatever you're talking about. Yes. It, you're you're advertising. Like, there's going to be jobs where you won't be able to sit at home. If you're a plumber, an electrician, you work the on- trades. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? There's, there's another thing. Those guys are going to, they'll be able to write their own checks. You want to know why? Because they're going to be needed and all of the, 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 these guys that are doing it now are going to retire. Uh-huh. And there's, there's only a handful of 
young men and women pursuing these trades now. It's I think it's getting better exposure. And you know what's driving that is no student loan debt and immediate job placement and great pay. Good pay, uh, stability. If I was, if I was, you can live yeah. anywhere. There's plumbers everywhere. If you, if, if you were looking for a career, and I was young in that Gen Z range, and you hadn't figured out what you wanted to do, I would take a long look at all of the trades mm-hmm. and find one that suits you, and I would get into that now. I can tell you, I mean, go talk. Well, I've talked to Holly and Rich up at Ryan's uh, Plumbing and Heating and Electric and Electric in St. Peter, and she's always looking for the next mm-hmm. individual. They have a great crew. They do, but you know what? Eric and all those guys who installed our hot tub, you know what? Someday he's going to be like, I think I've done enough. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm... They're going to retire. So they're looking for that next generation, and they are going to be rewarded. There are already jobs yeah, that are in it, demand, it, and it's just the demand is just going to continue to skyrocket. I'm not kidding. If you are young and you want to make six figures before you hit 30, trades are the fastest mm-hmm. way to do it. And that is no joke. And you know what? You're never going to have to worry about being out of work. No. There's always going to be no. work. And you can go wherever you want. Yeah. And, and live by, wherever you want. And by the way, the trades will evolve too as well. I mean, sure. it's like, I mean, I, I have always been fascinated with uh, up at uh, SCC, which is a technical college that we have here in Southern Minnesota, but like mechatronics and stuff like that. These guys that are eventually going to work on the robots that build the equipment mm-hmm. and do, do the manufacturing jobs, right? So all of these trade jobs now, all of a sudden, over the past few years, they're like, oh, all these guys are going to retire. What are we going to do? Well, you know what you're going to do? If you're going to get one of those jobs, you're going to write your own check. Yeah. Because they're going to need you. Yeah. Right? Those are the, And those jobs are not like luxuries. No, but you, you want to <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you need a plumber, you need a plumber. But what, what did people tell you and I? Go to a four-year school. Yes, get go, a four-year to, go to a four-year get college. Get a four-year degree. And you know what we have now? Be, because of that advice and that generation, we have a, a financial crisis in this country that I don't know how it'll ever it fix itself. And I'm talking about student loan debt. Mm-hmm. You want to know why? Because the jobs, they well, they, they would go study like these liberal arts programs. Yeah. Not, they didn't what are you studying? Music and art. What are you going to do with that? I don't know, but I'm going to have a college degree. Right, but I'll have a four-year degree because that was ingrained right. They in believed us. it. They believed that it. That that was the only option. Yeah, I would. And it, yeah, it's not. It's four-year not. Four-year degrees are great, and they're a great option for some people, but they're not the only no, option. No, I, I would. I would. And I, I can do this now because I don't answer to anybody anymore. Unless you really know where you're headed. I would discourage it. I wouldn't do it because that's what you're going to do is wind up with a hundred thousand plus debt, and you're going to be making a house payment on top of every other bill that you have, which could be another home or whatever. Right? I wouldn't do it. It's a waste of money unless you know where you're going. I would go to a trade school. I would go to a. I mean, you could. I mean, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a hands-on get out. I mean, it could be. You know, like computer based, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm and a lot of these guys. Another thing I would do would be like coding or something like that, yes. right? With the software engineers, just talk to a kid who's working at Shields this past weekend. I was up there. You know, Shields has everything that I want. <laughs> so, but anyways, and he's heading into his senior year, 
And uh, that's what he's been studying. He's, Good he's for got, him. He's going to code. And, you know, but you, if you would have said that to a guy, even now, right, to a lot of the people that we worked with, they're like, well, there's all these guys. No, they're not. They're not. There's not a lot I, of guys doing it. I took two HTML classes in college in radio school. And I remember thinking, like, this is such a waste of time. And now I'm like, oh, God, really wish I would have paid more attention. Not that it would have done me any good it, now, 20 years later. If you hit the books hard on something like that, I mean, I know guys who went to work for uh, Google and Netflix and some of these other companies. You're walking in a lot of them at two or three hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. And and because they can hire the best guys and it just goes up from there. <sighs> a lot of them. I, I know a guy that retired by 30, and he's just going to raise his kids. Shut up. No, he's done. He His investments make him a little over $80,000 a year. And so he's, he's just... he, he didn't even have to work till he was 30. And Cody, now he lived within his means, didn't go out. Yep. And yep. for the decade that he was employed... <laughs> Seriously, that what a life. Yeah, that's that decade awesome. he retired at 29 years old. Dang. That's that's and you know what the thing about it is, you wouldn't have had that mindset. You're ge- you're and I generation no. growing up. No. And no. a lot of, and there's so many guys now that are re- relying on generational wealth inheriting something that was passed on to them, right? But if you're just if you're starting from the bottom and working your way up, it's a long road. There's a lot of these Gen Zs that they don't want to work for the man. The man. I'm not kidding. Yeah, I know. I mean, that that term will never go away. And and it shouldn't. Yeah, why I, why make somebody else rich? And that's the the thought pattern of a lot of that generation. It right? is. It is. That's what they're thinking, right? It'll and, be so interesting to see, to watch them continue to grow up and then enter the workforce full time and just see what changes. What what about when they start getting into politics? That, again, you're going. You know, I, I, I mean, believe like, everything is going to yeah. change. The midterms this year and the next presidential election is going to be really their first steps in. Yeah, I think the last two have been kind of a transition point, but from here on out, they're going to have a voice. Because they're all a bunch of them are going to be old enough to vote, and, and they they're going to get out and do it. Are passionate about social justice issues. They are. There's a there's a ton. They're of passionate yeah. about the climate and sustainability. Yeah, a lot of things that our generations have like eh, you blinders, want, right? Because they, well, I think that uh, this younger generation embraces science, mm-hmm. right, and the facts. <laughs> I mean, that's. And uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. And they they get it. So they're not brainwashed by what a lot of us were, you know, because, again, we didn't know what was coming. No. And and we only had access to the information we had access to. In, you know, in the early 90s, when I said I'm going to get into radio, I didn't I wasn't thinking that it would, you know, 10 years into my career, I was like they were bringing in the profit systems, which was the original systems that would allow us to voice track out of market and do and and, and automate the whole yes. thing. And so when the engineers said, we call these jock in a box, I understood what they were saying. Cause they were like, this is going to replace a lot of you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you know, thank God that I made it through. And I, I was always one of the guys because of my production work that I just always made the cut. But when we left, there was, 
and I'm not making this up. People ask me, from the time I started to the time I left, there are one quarter of the people required to keep it moving forward. 75% of that workforce lost their mm-hmm. jobs. And that's and that's right. just one industry, but, and there's a lot of that. But they live, but this, this new generation, they understand all of this. It's not shocking to them, right? Technology is something they deal with. And, and they know how fa- they already right. see how fast it changes. But I love it when some of them are like, you know, I work from six a to noon, and I and I'm and I and I've got three or four days a week. And I think if you get your work done, you go because that. Yeah. How many people wish they could have had that life? And you know what? Most people, probably a lot of them, working in the corporate environment, could have got their work done. But there was, you wouldn't have even thought about bringing that up. No. That would have no. been like, no, it's. Well, you would have never said it. You would have, right. you may have thought it, but you right. would have never like asked. I'm telling like, you. Like, hey, I'm, I'm getting my work done in four days, six hours a day. So can I make that my schedule? Yeah. No, you would have never thought to ask that. Right. You know? It's insane. It would be like, well, we'll find you some more work then. Well, but, but you're not keeping them happy. And that's important. If you want a productive workforce, you got to keep them happy. Well, I think that that is is showing now more so than it than in 2019. Like work life balance and and keeping your employees happy you, and mental health and all of the things that go with it. But that's become much more prevalent over the last two and a half years. Well, those if, kind of conversations. If you don't think that they have the upper hand, and you and I know that they do, but for those that don't. Check out the workforce right now. You, you understand? I mean, everybody everybody is hiring. And I've had multiple. Go to Spherian. Right? It's like, talk to those people. They can't. You're not going to sell these guys. They're not buying what they're selling. Mm-hmm. They're not buying it. Because they know better. Right? And they have their own thought. And, and I think there's a lot of envy is what it is. Because if... If these guys move, keep moving in the direction that they are, and they work 25 or 30 hours a week, and they're doing three or four-day work weeks, good for them. But you know what? A lot of people were like, well, that's not how I did it. it I <laughs> yeah. mean, it's in, you got to get away from that. You can't think like that. Yes, we worked harder, right? But we had to. They have all of the technology and all of this at their disposal. They don't have to. And why, So why beat yourself up? That's what every generation does. Well, back in my day. I know. That's what I'm saying. You know? I mean. I, I, that's what I'm saying. My dad, what, in the 80s, like, again, he was staring retirement in the face, which he, which he was looking at in the 90s, right? And uh, he didn't get the, that genera- Generation X at all. He was like, what the? What are we going to do? This country's doomed. Mm-hmm. No, we're not. No. We're just evolving and moving forward. It's inevitable. It is going to happen. Evolution and change is going to happen. Accept it, deal with it, or get left behind. Yeah, absolutely. It's that simple. So it just—it's one of the things that really drove me nuts because I even heard it through broadcast, right? All through the the industry, they're all complaining about the younger generation. I'm like, why? What What are they doing wrong? They're not doing anything wrong. And what is complaining about them going to accomplish? I don't know. They're going to come. They're going to turn 18. They're going to graduate from high school. They're going to come into the workforce. You can bitch about them all you want. Right. They're 
they're they're going to be part of your your life. So maybe get to know them and learn about them. I would and, I would say start doing some research. Yeah, find right? out what find out what makes them, tick. them Find out what makes them tick. Yeah, right. And, and sooner or later, like I said, not only are they going to be the next generation moving forward, but they're also going to be the consumers. <laughs> So, and they might have some good suggestions. I think they have great suggestions. Yeah. And I like just listen. <laughs> I like the way that they approach work life balance. And I think that's one of the big things that is going to make them successful and happy. Yeah. I really I do. I think their future is bright. And I think they're, I think, because my generation honestly was not very, and I'll, I'll admit this, not super active. There was, I mean, a, there were some of them that were, but. They weren't really active about get out and vote or worried about the I mean, the environment and all of that. Recycle and all that stuff just kind of came and went along. And yeah, I might throw my pop cans in the blue canister. But these guys are environmentally conscious. Well, I think they see the consequences. Exactly. You know, and I think and they're 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 active and uh, they they get involved. You know? Completely. I think we're gonna see more of that. So I I'm one of the, because I had a friend of ours in Las Vegas when we were bringing up. She's like, oh, I know you like them new guys, the Gen Z. <laughs> and I was like, why does everybody not understand? There's a bunch of people that don't understand what I'm saying. And I'm like, you have to understand that they're the next. They're, right. And you and, can't and, stop it. And it's not 20 years nope. from now. Nope. They're They're here. This is their moment. They're about to take over. You know, one of the most exciting things that I've watched, and I mentioned to this was yesterday or the day before, and now I'm checking on a daily basis. It's because I get into these numbers. I love numbers. And the analytics, I watch are younger, less than 40 years old. I'm watching that grow. And in years past, you and I, that did, was, that, we that, didn't see that no. because they weren't listening to the radio. No. So... Unless but, their mom was listening. By the way, if you were one of the people, and we did have a ton of them, I was shocked, that followed us from terrestrial radio to our podcast, thank you. We love you being here. But we're getting a whole new ad to the audience. And it's 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 exciting, and I like to hear from them. And you know what? More, we're, we will hear more from them. I think I mean, so, too. As this evolves, we're going to, you're going to, I mean, literally, you're, I'll, we'll bring them in and we'll, we'll we'll chat with them because I think it's fascinating. Did I ever tell you what our intern at the office said to me? No. Like on his first day, he was like, you're Jess, right? And I was like, yep. And he was like, like Jess from the radio. And I was like, oh yeah, well, I don't work there anymore. I work here now. And he was like, my mom loves you. And I was like, I am so old. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. I... Our intern's mom loves me. Jeez. I, but... I... A lot of college, right? Gen Z, right? Exactly. It, I mean, and that you—we all know how fast ten years goes in a blink, right? One, and once you get a little bit older, I mean, you really realize. Yeah. Well, we have a a, a ten-year-old who's—I mean, it seems like yesterday he was a baby. I know. And I know. now he's ten. I mean, <sighs> you think about that—that's a decade gone in the blink of an eye, like a vapor. And it goes gone. faster the older you get, and yeah. everyone says that, and then you get older, and you're like. Oh, yeah, it really does. Oh, well, I'm just telling you, don't sleep on Gen Z. Watch. Pay attention to what they're doing and watch this evolve. It's going to be crazy. By the way, if you are part of that younger generation, we'd love to hear from you, man. We have our our website, georgeandjess.com. You can search <laughs> George and Jess Podcast. Obviously, they found us, but and we're on social media as well. 
With yeah, Instagram. Instagram. The old the old person's Facebook. The old face space. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that funny? I how know. Facebook it, is now old. It totally is. It is. But it, it it's still by far it, it has the most users. Oh yeah. It's not it's even a very question. popular. I find myself using it less and less that's and because, less well, and less. Well, that's why Zuckerberg's making it the metaverse. Am I still am I hip? Does that mean I'm hip and cool? Is hip a word that they use? Probably not. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> On that note, by the way, if you are young and you want to make some serious bank and you want immediate employment, the trades. We talked about that. I'm telling you. And I can tell. We use Ryan's Plumbing and Heating and Ryan's Electric, electric for everything that we do in our home. Why? Because you go to people that you know and you trust, right? And Holly has... And, and the crew up there are, are people that have helped us with every dilemma we've ever run into. As we've done renovations. We added the hot tub. All of it. But you know what? I can tell you this. After the conversations I've had with Holly and Rich, Rich Ryan, is they're always looking for good people, good pay, and uh, you're never going to have to worry about being employed. So, yeah. and I know for a fact, and Holly will appreciate this, hey, if, you, if you're skilled or you want to learn, give them a call. I'm telling you, and certainly if you need anything done around the house, whether it's electric, plumbing, heating, and air conditioning, by the way, that, that hot, humid weather is coming. It's coming, <laughs> and you can find a link to all of Ryan's contact information because if you're Gen Z, I know you're not picking up the phone and calling. No! You'll find <laughs> you, it on the web. You'll find it on the web. You can find a link on our website, uh, georgeandjess.com. And also, uh, again, I, I mentioned my personal trainer is Gen Z. He's 20 years, 20 years old, Brett. Go to JP Fitness and ask to work with Brett. Brett's awesome. Everybody Brett, at JP Fitness is awesome. They are. And, and again, John's one of those progressive guys, that the owner, that gets it. He knew what the next generation and my, even I, wanted. You know, the run-of-the-mill stuff, the corporate big washed out, you know, just here, pay. they just took your money. Half the time, people didn't even go, Right. That's the business model, literally. Right, right. literally. <laughs> it's just it's just like get you to sign up and just take your money. If you're serious, and I tell people this all the time, men and women alike, if you've not made the investment in yourself, your body, the vehicle that is going to pull you around through life, do it. It's worth it. And if you everybody's like, "Well, what about the money?" I'm what about it? You spend that you spend that much money one night in a bar. One night. It's true. One night it's in a bar. True. That's the honest to God truth. And as far as the personal trainer, the reason I really, really enjoy that, and I know you enjoy the classes as well, right? That You have individuals there pushing you in the classes, but I like working with a personal trainer because I don't want to just go to a gym and have somebody show me how to operate a machine. I want somebody who understands me. My, like uh, The first thing I told him is like, I want to be flexible. I want to be able to move like I did when I was younger. I want to strengthen the right muscles. I'm not here to get gigantic. I'm here to be fit, and I want to do the things that I did when I was younger. And I want to continue to do them as I get older and, and closer to real retirement. Yeah. When right? You, when you experience fitness at JP Fitness, you will never go anywhere else because it really is individualized. It's a community um, and it's fantastic. And now they have their new 24-hour facility open. And you can find out more about all of those locations by clicking the link on our website, georgeandjess.com. Again, JP Fitness right here in Mankato figured it out. This is what people want. 
And John's a great example of a younger guy who understands the whole thing, right? With fitness and, and, and gym memberships, he gets it, right? That So there's two bright examples right there. Do it up, Gen John. Z. John and Brad. I'm telling you, up, I, I, I'm, de- I'm dead serious. You, if you want to, if you want to take care of yourself, <gasps> I would, I would encourage you to do that because if you're young now and you think that you're going to be there forever, you won't. Oh, I guarantee. You'll get old like us. Like <laughs> us. Right. We'll be back tomorrow morning <laughs> as we kick off the weekend.